uh, very familiar scriptures. Second Timothy, the second chapter. We're going to read verse 14 through 23. Good to see my cousin in the midst, Alice. Amen. Second Timothy, the second chapter. The verse is going to be 14 through 23. If you have it, say amen. I'll read the first, you read the second, and so on. Amen? Of these things, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearts. But shun profane and vain babbling, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. Who concerning the truth had erred, having erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrew the faith of some. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some of honor and some to dishonor. Flee also, you fool us, but follow, no, free also useful us, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that calleth on the Lord out of a pure heart. Now, learn questions and void, knowing that they all gender strife. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers. Here's this word. Let us pray. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. Lord, we bind everything that would hinder, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to lift up, O oh God, these people, O oh God. Give your manservant clear their thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We come against every work of darkness right now. We bind Satan in his works, in the name of Jesus. Feed us, O oh God, with the finest of your word, Lord. Bring us up and build us up, O oh God, in our most holy faith. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. The subject this morning is workmen. Workmen. I know we don't think about the work that we are supposedly in, to embark upon 
when we came into the knowledge of the truth. And when you understand that God expects W-O-R-K out of everyone that he saved, uh, it is not you have got an opinion about it. When God saved you, you are to prepare to help the next generation to come into the body of Christ and to be saved. If we don't do our job, that means somebody perhaps in the next generation may not be able to find the truth of God's word. And so when you look at all that has transpired, and you know, and we would be foolish if we didn't deal with the false communication of God's word. There is so much false doctrine out there now that people have prided themselves on that, and God is not only going to hold the one that spread the false gospel, but the believers of the false gospel won't make it to heaven. And so God does not excuse anybody. It's sort of like the law. You've heard possession is nine-tenths of the law. And if you're found with an illegal product, you, you don't care where you got it from. You're going to get some time because you are in possession of an illegal substance or money that was taken from somewhere. So the church... The people in the church in this hour, you're going to have to suck it up and take on your responsibility for the truth. Uh, you know, you, you know what the truth is, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help us, God. I know people don't practice that and people don't live that in this hour. Even in the church, it's hard to find a real good dose of truth. Because we base a lot of things on how we feel. Do you not know that God doesn't really give you an out on how you feel? Uh, it's sort of like on your deathbed. Uh, I don't care how you feel. If it's time to go, you're still going to die. And sometimes, folk, uh, you were surprised that they, since they were doing so good an hour or two before they passed, you were actually shocked that they passed. I just talked with them, and they were doing so great, and yet they still died. But see, we think that we must understand it is God that is in control. And it is God that wants the control. God didn't give us control in this gospel. You might as well suck that up too. It's not about you. It's not about me. But it's based on the unadulterated word of God. Uh, I know uh, some of you should have uh, homed in on that because of the Sunday school this morning. God will not allow anybody to change his word. His word does not change. He said, what I say to one, I say to all. And one thing that when, when we 
uh, get back out of the way, you do know we're in the way. Uh, with all the prayers that we have prayed, there has been no manifestation of miraculous healing. There have been no manifestation of miraculous deliverance. And all that happens when the people are in the right relationship with God. You can pray for a miracle and don't get a miracle. But if you pray in the right relationship with God, in the right relation, in the right vein with God, God said, I hear your prayer. Uh, we don't have anybody that can say amen this morning. We, we've been praying, but ain't nothing happening. We've been jumping and shouting and still no permanent deliverance. That lets us know, or that should let us know, there is something wrong in our relationship with God. I don't care how much better you've been doing. We're not, we, as, uh, you might be doing better, but until we are where God has set the standard, we're still not there. Oh, uh, don't allow the devil to fool you this morning. Uh, don't allow the enemy to take your salvation away from you this morning. Just because you're having a good day. But all your days should be good in God. I wish I had a church right there. Uh, but I'm going to preach it anyhow. When you look at uh, the people and you look at how we uh, are very defiant in not doing or becoming uh, what God's word said that we should be. Uh, uh, do you know that can't nothing hinder the word but you? Uh, if you got the faith, it'll bring, it'll bring, it'll bring the word to life. Uh, uh, don't you know that can't nobody hinder your relationship but you? Uh, uh, the greatest sin in the Bible is not fornication and adultery. Uh, it is the unbelief of those that said they believe. Uh, my God, what are you saying? Uh, there's a whole lot of us talking more than where we are. And I want you to understand this is where Paul was telling Timothy not to go. He was telling Timothy, you, you, you got to be ready to present yourself to God. And I, 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 I have to remind you that perhaps none of us in the building is think about the thinking about the day that we're going to have have to uh, present ourselves to God. Uh, oh, and we know that God don't take no junk. Uh, all that we know about God. Uh, and it still does not uh, cause us to fear in reverence. Uh, because we're still going to have to uh, one day walk in the presence of God. Uh, and tell God, here I am, Lord. Uh, oh, God, will you take me? Uh, you must remember you don't come the way you want to come. You must come the way God wants you to come. If you and I don't come the way God wants us to come, we are unfit 
for the kingdom of God. I wish I had somebody. One thing that we should. We should be building ourselves up. On our most holy faith. And praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh my God. I know I said a mouthful right there. But it's hard when your flesh has still got more control. Than the spirit of God that you say you have. Ah, Perhaps you didn't quite get it. When the word told us it's hard to serve two masters. You gonna love one and hate the other. You going to obey one and not obey the other. May I pose a question to you this morning. It's not who you obeying, but who are you disobeying? Maybe that'll help somebody this morning. When you look at it, we love being busy. We'll get busy on projects and we'll let everything eat up our time. We'll let things and people pull our heart away from God. Ain't nothing like getting a project. And you are the leader of the project. And you want your project to be successful. But I come to remind you this morning. You have no success outside of Jesus. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you're going through. Your success does not resonate in your life. Outside of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I wish I had a church right there. So we get busy. Uh, we we uh, are working ourselves out of salvation. Instead of working ourselves into the kingdom of God. Uh, my brothers and sisters, I wish that we really, really, really understand the time that we're living in. And we really understand that we don't have long to do what God have assigned for the church to do. Hallelujah to God. When when you look at how Paul is instructing Timothy to be a workman that need not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the work, uh, word of truth. Some of y'all to be ashamed of yourself. You should feel shame in the morning. Shame at noonday. And shame all night long. How, how, how. No wonder we can't come to God with our hell heads 
lips held high and our arms raised cause we know what we did that we should not have done and we know we should have gotten it straight by now I wish I had a church I know I know we don't like to be able to be held accountable but I come to tell you this morning the word of God is going to hold every one of us accountable he told Timothy to use the word to reprove rebuke with all long suffering and doctrine if you can't take the word here you can't worry about going up yonder if you can't live the word on earth you ain't got to worry about when you see Jesus I wish I had a church my Bible reminds me in the beginning was the word the word was with God in the word was God hallelujah and when you see Jesus he was in the beginning and he was a spoken word how are you going to do this thing without the word of God workman you need a word you need to be asking God is there a from heaven is there a word about my situation is there a word about my circumstance is there a word hallelujah hallelujah but we have trained ourselves to be on the opposite spectrum with God hallelujah Hallelujah to God. And so we decide to live on the misinterpreted of the false teaching of the word of God. I wish I had somebody this morning. But I know, want you to know me and Jesus is prepared to ride. Hallelujah to God. He told Timothy to study to show thyself approved. And most of us take that literally. And if you do, you are in error. It's out of context. It's not talking about a dictionary in a Bible. It's talking about me and you practicing the word of God living this every day that is the King James interpretation 
interpretation. But you must know God's interpretation. If you don't make it through this dark era we're living in today, if you want to live this literally, or physically, you ain't going to make it. No wonder the true man of God said, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Maybe you ain't as blood-bought as you think you are. Maybe you don't have it made like you think you are. Because you can't hear what God is saying to the church. I, I wish I had somebody. I, I, don't you know? Ah, God, when God got ready I, to bring the nation of Israel out of Egypt, I, there was a whole lot of popular opinions of that day. I, there were a whole lot of soothsayers, witches, magicians. I, Pharaoh had his wise men. Ah, and then you look at there were some noted folk even in the tribe of Israel. While we got to hear Moses, we talked to God too. But I come to tell you, and you need to tune your ears. God is selective of who he tells his truth to. He don't tell them to anybody. He's not going to tell them to everybody. In these last days, he told Timothy and Paul to tell you there were going to be false teachers in the last day. You got to tune your ears to the truth of God's word. I wish I had somebody that you didn't know better not. That's one of the traits of a workman. You got to be able to distinguish between a lie and the truth. Don't you know there gonna come a point in the last days the word of God is already prophesied. He that is unholy, let him be unholy still. He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. There gonna come a day God's gonna lead you right where he found you. I'm talking to you workmen this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. 
Can you imagine the day that God don't send no convicting word and leave you stuck out on the limb that you climbed off on? Can you imagine God won't send no truth to draw you in and convict your mind of the way you live it and convict your mind about the truth that you heard. Can you imagine? Well, let me tell you that day is fastly approaching. Whether you and I realize it or not, he said the day you hear my voice, don't you harden your heart and a whole lot of it. Then dip your heart in cement when it come down to the word of God. You saw like I heard some years ago when when we were reaching out to various denominations. The Methodists believed in their methods. The Baptist said, I'm a Baptist bed, a Baptist bread. And when I die, I'm going to be a Baptist dead. I don't care. But on the other side, you're going to have to deal with the word of God. If you rise, it's going to be based on the word of God. Hallelujah. I feel like going on. When when we it's time now for the remove all that stuff that is contrary to sound doctrine out of our lives. You gotta forget where you came from and look to where you're going. We've got to remember who our leader is. Our leader is Jesus Christ. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. What are you saying, Turner? It is Jesus that started me. In the middle, it's going to be Jesus carrying me. And at the end of the finish line, it's going to be Jesus. I come to tell somebody do this. It's got to be Jesus all the way. I wish I had somebody. And I'll tell you this. You'll be surprised of who don't go with you. Because there are a whole lot of folk that's in the nominal church or in apostolicism or Pentecostalism. And they don't plan on going. You've got to make up in your mind. I've got enough faith to get me there. I can't worry about who's on my right and who's on my left and who's in front of me or behind. I can't turn around. If 
I should wake up one day and my children decide for every whatever reason they don't want to go. My love won't stop for them, but I've got to bid them adieu and say I pray that I meet you on the other side cause somebody gotta make heaven their home do I have a workman out there that have made up their mind that I've got to hold out to the end hallelujah and one of the hard things that we have to deal with, God causes us in our relationship to take a good look at us and our individual selves. He did it for Paul. But when Paul looked at himself, he had to come to this conclusion. Forgetting those things which are behind, I press toward the mark of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. Paul began to look at all the things that he accomplished while he was in the world. I feel like preaching here. How he was a Hebrew of the Hebrew. He was from a lineage that could be traced back to Abraham. He know who his great great daddy granddaddy was. He knew all the daddies before it got back to Abraham. He knew what this thing started. And he knew where it's going. But how is it we get hooked up on our fine figures? We get hooked on our and pride God before destruction and a heart and spirit before fall you need to get a look at your reflection in the mirror hallelujah to God one thing I remember about the old folk they wasn't going nowhere and they wasn't leaving out the house until they saw what they looked like in the mirror a whole lot of you need to go to the mirror and see what you look like right now and see what you need to fix because you're in what condition is reflecting on the outside of you it ain't the outside that reflecting the inside but it's the inside that's reflecting what's going on on the outside workman you gotta work on what's going on on the inside I know we want to blame everybody. 
me. But God said he loved you. Why can't you hold to that? I know they won't give you what you need. But God said I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. You can move throughout the kingdom of God with divine access. Can I preach to somebody? Hallelujah. If you ever down, the key will fill a happy door. Hallelujah to God. If you're sick, there's healing in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah God. So you're down because you want to be down. One thing the word said, and really, it tells folk that don't have no joy. You got to lost your joy. The Bible said, leave for somewhere between up and down. God will restore your joy. I feel like preaching here. You mean to tell me I'm a workman of God and I don't have the freedom that God gave his people. It ain't God's fault. If God gave you the Holy Ghost, you spoke with as the spirit gave utterance you ain't got no excuse he delivered you he set you free whom the son is set free is free indeed maybe you just ain't saved Mm. And I ain't where I want to go yet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. And see, this is the thing that the church is going to have to clear up in these last days. Don't you realize you've got to be transformed into the image of God? Don't you know? Can you imagine looking like you're looking right now? You don't look nothing like Jesus. You don't act nothing like Jesus. And that don't bother you. It should bother you. Because that's the only way that God knows us. Because we act like Jesus. Take home the personality of Jesus. Walk like Jesus. Behold the perfect man. It is Jesus Christ. When we look down into what the word workman means, it is a laborer. You mean to 
tell me you came over here and God called you a laborer in his kingdom and you're not doing nothing it also says in the Greek the number is 20 40. It means a workman, a worker. Hallelujah. You got a job to do. You got a job to do. I got a job to do. Hallelujah. And you want to see God and not doing what it is that God has called you to do. Well, look at here. In the E in Exodus the 26th chapter, the verses Verses 1. Who over, moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with curtains of fine twine linen, blue and purple, scarlet material. You shall make them with cherubim, the works of skillful workmen. Look at here. You can't work for God unless you are skillful. In this generation, thank God gonna pick them up and use them when they don't want to be trained to be skillful, rightly dividing the world of truth. God ain't gonna call you to do nothing. You may have got a first call, but that's going to be the last call. God ain't called. Nobody lazy. Nobody obstinate. Nobody bitter. Nobody full of hatred. An evil day and night. I wish I had somebody. And we don't even care. We, we, we have been led by the wrong spirit. I come to break somebody some news this morning. The devil don't care nothing about you coming to church as long as you don't get in truth. Hallelujah. And you'll be surprised the amount of folk that's in the church have made up their mind. They're not going to live the word of God. They ain't going to do it. They're going to make excuses. My toe hurt. My eye hurt. I don't feel like it. Well, I got some news for you. It don't tell the man of God to convince you to come. But it does tell them, don't worry about them. Find faithful men. God's looking for faithful men. He's looking over you. You mean to tell me, I don't care who, who, tell you you're okay, 
Like you are. If you're okay. Like you are. Let me see the hands. Of those that wouldn't mind. If God come and take you right now. Oh, it's got to be. A little bit more to this. Then you look further. Down to Exodus. The 28th chapter. The verse is 6. They shall also. Make ephods of gold. Blue purple scarlet material. And fine twine linen. The workers are of the skillful workmen. God. Don't want you with your mammy made stuff. God. Don't want you with your hammer down. God. Looking for somebody that will do a top notch job. Hallelujah. I've made up my mind. I'm gonna do just enough to get by. Hallelujah. Just like the five foolish virgins. No God was coming. No, it's gonna be at midnight. No, they didn't have enough oil, but didn't do what they needed to do. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all won't do what you know to do to be saved and trying to justify it. It's midnight. And you still fussing. It's midnight. And you still talking about you time. It's midnight. And you still trying to hold on to a job that may not be there tomorrow. It's midnight. And you still trying to let folks influence in you that don't want to be saved. It's midnight. You'll never be skillful in the word and the devil is going to deceive you because he's got a man that's getting ready to come on the scene that's going to do signs and wonders. I can hear some of you now. He raised him from the dead so he got to be a man of God. I can see some of you now. He told me what was going to happen on tomorrow. I can see some of you now getting in the line and letting somebody lay hands on you that's got another spirit. And so you get divided. Exodus 35 and 35. Then had he filled he had he filled with wisdom of heart to work all manner of work of engravers and of cunning workmen and the embroiderers in blue and in purple and scarlet and fine linen and of wherever even to them that should do, do any work and those that devise cunning work. God gave the wisdom. Uh -huh. yeah. 
you relying on your flesh, uh -huh. you done set yourself up to go to hell. Uh -huh. Now, if he told you, I'm going to give you the Holy Ghost, yeah. and it's going to lead and guide you to all truth, that means you're not following the Holy Ghost. Ain't nothing I can do for you. When are you going to follow the Holy Ghost that he gave you to lead and guide you to all truth? You don't want truth. But he did say he will let you leave a, believe a lie and be damned. So you got to make up your mind. You ain't got much time. What you going to do? It is loaded with workmen, skillful. And if God required skillful back then, and you think he ain't requiring skillful now, it is more so that we be able to rightly divide the word of truth. I asked some of you how to be saved. You done disregarded everything we've been teaching to the years. You got your own way. I hope it can save you. Because you ain't changing God. And you refuse to be changed. So ain't but one place for you. Give you a few more. Then I'm going to move on. Proverbs 8 and 30. Then I am near him, a workman, and I am delighted, and I am a delight, day by day rejoicing before him at all times. Now look what a workman. God takes pleasure in his workmen, not his lazy supposed to be saints. A servant desiring the shade of evening and a workman looking for his payment. A servant desiring shade of evening and a workman desiring his payment. God's going to pay the workman. You got a payday coming. And you ain't going to get what you don't deserve. That's right. That's right. You need to tell yourself that. Right. You're not going to get anything from God that you don't deserve. Friends and family overlook, oh, that's auntie. Oh, that's uncle. God going to say, uh-uh. Either you're saint or sinner. And he's going to call you by what you are. what Jeremiah 10 and 3 says. For the customs of the people are vain. We don't follow all these customs. They're vain. They're empty. They're empty. For one cutteth the tree of the forest 
The worker of hands are the workmen with an axe. Going out there labor, that's vain. What you do for Christ is going to last. You got to make sure if it's what you, you, you're supposed to be saying, you better make sure you put your all in it. Whatever you're doing for God, you got to put your all in it. God ain't taking no half-heartedness. Workman. If God, you know, we want to put God in past generation, want to make God look like he's just, ooh, so thrilled that you're here. Ooh, turn, I'm glad you showed us. God got a rock that I outpraised me. He said, if these hold their peace. That's why I don't bother you about praising it no more. If you hold your peace, God got a rock out there on the parking lot to beat you praise. If it don't matter to you about your salvation, why should it matter to me? You got to want to be saved in order to be saved. something some years ago. I went to the just house. Took a group of the saints children over there. First thing, I did it in ignorance because I couldn't identify with it. In my mind, I was hard on folks that had an addiction. In my mind, I was. Well, why can't they quit? You just don't know. And then when I looked at it spiritually, the spirits that are connected to that. There are some tough spirits that are connected to that. And they pull people down. And they hold them down. They make, those spirit makes them turn away from everybody that they love. And it makes them cause a wall to go up between the people that love them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Satan is working to destroy families and homes. He's working to pull, let me just get back to one. But I heard and number one, I recognized somebody that was there. And they told what they had been through. My eyes came on. To their truth. It, 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 the enemy had them out there. Without any hope, made her convinced it was all over. They were out there by themselves. Can you imagine? You think your back's been up against the wall, and you done had Jesus all the time. And you just wouldn't let him help you. Because he didn't come to distract your ego. 
He came to tell you just like that. You need to get up off your behind and do something. Come on. I wonder why he had people in the Bible that didn't have any legs or walking with a limp. The leper probably didn't have no nose or didn't have no hands. And he told him to go show himself to the priest. Jesus didn't take him. He didn't have no mule or donkey either. He had to drag his problem. Those of you who think your problem outweighs your salvation, you jacked up. You got to drag your problem and show yourself to Jesus until uh, you get healed or delivered. If you don't get healed or delivered, you still got to drag your feet. You're a workman. We're under this false illusion. And if anything false right now, you've got to get out from under it or you're going to be damned. You're going to be damned. you got to have the truth of God's Word. The truth now. To reach other folks, we've got to be approved. I'm, not, I'm glad. Everybody can't reach God's people, but he's got. If God got a nucleus, if God got a remnant holding out for salvation, can't know anybody reach them. And, and, and we, we, I broke down to you some time ago where a remnant is. It's a few folks left. Yeah. Just a small group that's left. God ain't going to let you jack up the small group he got waiting on you. He's not going to do that. You got to be a diligent worker approved by God. God. Some of y'all need to look up the word diligence and slap it on your forehead with a tape. You quit too easy. You get preoccupied with other junk. You can't hold to the task. You making it all about you. You ain't the only one that's going to be saved. God ain't basing salvation just on how you feel, Larry. He ain't going to do that. And I, I guarantee you, you and Miss Bean the only one in the house, I bet you y'all don't feel the same every day. She may have some good day and you be having a bad day. Same thing with the folks of us got multiple people in the house. Everybody having a different time in balancing life. We got to make every effort count. That's what he's telling you. What are your efforts? You're going to be judged on your efforts. You ain't even gotten your whole heart into this. Your whole heart. You haven't made up your mind whether you really want to be saved and you're talking about all this glory to God and all this. I, I just love the Lord and 
Then somebody see you do something else. Are you going to talk a different way? That's not a good workman. You're not approved. You're not going through the way God will have you to go through. Well, the word approved actually comes from a term that they use in Bible time. It was the pulling of a coin. It's making coins. They had metal coins. And there were certain people that would cheat folks, wouldn't put the right amount of gold or silver in the coin, so it would weigh less. But the ones that was approved, they had the right amount of metal, and the coin was shaved, and the coin was polished, and the coin was done well. And so that's why Timothy said, uh, I want to be a workman that is approved. I want, to know, want folks to know that I'm up on the up and up. I ain't trying to deceive folk to help them be saved, to make them think they saved when they're not. I ain't trying to get folks to do the short shammy shammy through here. Timmy said, I got some integrity. You do know what integrity is. Doing the right thing when ain't nobody watching something, you don't raise your hand. You got to have integrity. We need to operate in integrity. It's bad when folk can't get the truth from the church. And can't get truth from the holiness sect. We must be approved workers by God. Yes. Rightly. Dividing the work of truth. You're going to have to put some time in. Yes. You can read this and get the wrong understanding. That's right. And then get an attitude when somebody challenges you. I made up my mind, I'm challenging you on it. Sister teacher, sister preacher, brother, you got that where you get it from. Your opinion should be out of this. I saw, I saw, I saw. What did he say? God is only going to bless us according to what he said. Amen. You don't want to go, you don't want to go. Why get on the bus or why get on the plane and say, I, I changed my mind. We up in there now. We rolling. You can't, we ain't opening this door. We, we taxiing out on the gate. It's too late. You shouldn't have got on there. We're, the Greek word for Rightly is straight furrows in the ground. Saints, we got to walk straight now. We got to walk straight. You hear me? Because God is going to judge us for not walking straight. What do I look like telling God, God, time I called you to preach. Why did you preach? You, Lord, you know I love my wife. 
Monica didn't call you. I did. Check your excuses. Check them all out. Because God got some scriptures that lead you back to all them excuses. I'm married and let me go on my honeymoon. Go. Come on. You got God got a whole lot of them. And he told you what he was going to do. I'm going to a funeral, Mr. Funeral Man, Miss Funeral Woman. Let the dead bury the dead. You're supposed to be a lively stone in the house of God. And all these things are more important. We must apply the word of God to our... You know what I found out some years ago? Parents will try to hold their kids to a 